0: Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com.
1: From Hollywood, it's time now for... Johnny Dollar. Oh, good, yes. Huh? Uh, Johnny, this is Ben Pringle. Ben! How are you? Still selling insurance for Star Mutual? No, not anymore. Oh, that's right. You were talking about retiring. And I have retired. Yes, you ago I, I quit the insurance business and bought myself a poultry farm. Well, good for you. Where is it, Ben? It's right here in Vineland, New Jersey. And how's it going? Oh, terrible, Johnny. It's terrible. Oh? When I think of all the pretty chickens that I've lost... Well, what seems to be the trouble? Johnny... Somebody's trying to put me out of business. Well, I don't know who or why or how, but, Ben, if I can be of any help to you... You can, Johnny, you can. I was going to call Star Mutual because everything I have is insured pretty heavily, but first I thought I'd make sure that you're available. For you, anytime. Well, then come on down here, will you? In the meantime, I'll notify the company that you're on the way. Just give me your address and I'll be on my way. <laughs> the exciting adventures of the man with the action-packed expense account, America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator... Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Now, act one of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. (laughs) Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar to the Star Mutual Insurance Company Home Office, New York, New York. Following is the count of expenses incurred during my investigation of the sick chick matter. Mm -hmm. Item 1, 1050, train for an incidental Hartford to Philadelphia. There, to be sure of adequate transportation, I rented a car. That's item 2, 50 bucks deposit. The 35-mile drive south on Route 47 was on a I finally turned left onto Vineland's main street, Landis Avenue. Vineland. The heart of sunny southern Jersey. At least that's what the sign said. It's a busy little city. Landis Avenue, a busy street. Finally, I stopped at a mobile gas station on the far edge of town to ask about the address Ben Pringle had given me. Just keep going straight out Landis Avenue for about five, six miles till you come to East Vineland. East Vineland, huh? Yeah, then you turn right, go about a mile, mile and a half, you can't miss it. If you can pick it out from the rest of the poultry farm. A lot of them, huh? Vineland's the egg basket of the world. Where do you suppose Philadelphia, New York, and the rest get all their eggs and chicken? Yeah, well, I'd better get underway. Thanks a lot. Anytime, mister. The gas attendant was right. There were enough chicken ranches in the outlying sections to supply half a dozen cities. And trying to pick out the one belonging to Ben Pringle was a problem. Finally, to ask further directions, I pulled up at the nearest farmhouse. Yeah? What do you want? I'm looking for Mr. Ben Pringle's place. Oh, Ben Pringle! He's uh, right next door. Ah, oh. oh, the poor man. Poor
2: man? Yes, he, he's a uh, coming down here from New York. He's will uh, spend all his money, and what happens? He's uh, going to lose his flock.
1: Doesn't know much about raising chickens, huh?
2: Ah, oh, he's a uh, don't know nothing. Joe, my old man, he's a uh, try to tell him when he come here. It's a uh, take more than a money to raise the chicken. <laughs> so why don't he get out? Why don't he sell out before he spends all his money and leaves everything?
1: You uh, think that's what he ought to do, Mrs.
2: uh... i cheer and silly. My older man, he's Joe and silly. What's your name? Johnny, darling. Well, then, if you know more new tell him. He's like all the rest.
1: How oh, do
2: you mean? Oh, they make us some money in the big city. They want to do what you call retire on it. So? So they're coming down here, buy a nice piece of farmland. We got the plenty nicer farmland here. I can see that. So they think all they need is some chicken houses, some chicken feed. And then all they got to do is collect the eggs. They'll make a lot of money.
1: But it's not that easy.
2: Then huh. Pringle, he's a no listen to us anymore. He's going to lose his flock. He's going to have to sell out cheap. He's a loser short. And his farm goes to rank and roll. huh. And that's when somebody else comes in. Somebody he's a know-how to raise the chicken. They buy him up cheap. Oh,
1: Is that how you got this big place of yours? Oh,
2: sure. We started with a little place. We work hard. We make a little money. Then, when somebody like him comes along, we buy him out. We got a nice, bigger place.
1: That sort of thing happened very often around here, Mrs. Renzulli? Oh,
2: sure. All of the time. You ask Tony Pasquale. Now, he's got a big phone. You ask Carmen Gennaro. Same thing. You know Tommy Bernasconi? No, no. no. We ask him. Same thing. Same thing What's the matter, huh?
1: Oh, uh, I, I was just thinking, Mrs. Renzulli. It's uh, pretty much to your advantage to see these people go broke, isn't it?
2: No, you're just the one man. Frank, though, isn't it? Look, I don't know who you are, what you want, what's your business. My business
1: is finding out why Ben Pringle's having trouble. Maybe who is causing it. You get out of here. I don't like it the way you talk. Sure. I don't think I like you. Yeah? Maybe you'll like me even less after I've talked to Ben Pringle. How about that? Get out! By Jolly, I'm glad you can make it, Johnny. (laughs) Yes, sir, boy. Sit down. Well, from what I hear, Ben, you're having a pretty rough time of it. Oh, I suppose it's my own fault, Johnny. Walking into a project like this without knowing more about it. Well, how deep have you gone into this land? Oh, my, too deep, Johnny, too deep. All in all, I've spent nearly $40,000. That's just about all I have. And most of us had to go for replacing my herd. Herd? Yeah, my herd of chickens. Oh. And I thought it'd be so easy, you know, just buy a few hundred chickens. Yeah, throw them some feed, collect yeah. the eggs, collect the money. Yes, and I'd be fixed up for like, oh, dear, there are more diseases a chicken can catch. There yeah, are more lice and bugs and... Oh, I know this. Hey, Ben, you, uh, you said something something about somebody's trying to put you out of business. That's right, Johnny, and I'm sure of it. But why, I don't know. I didn't know I had an enemy in the world. What's going wrong? Well, just wait well, you see my herd of chickens. And if you don't agree with me that... Oh, I'm sure you'll agree with me. About what? That they're being poisoned, what? that's what. By whom? I think I know, oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Well? By somebody who'd like to see me go broke. So that he could buy you out cheap. Who, Ben? I'll tell you who. Because he wants to add my property to his. And he's right next door. And his name is Joe Rinzuli Act Two of yours truly, Johnny Dollar, in a moment.
2: And now for another episode in the life of Sergeant Donald Bellwether, my husband.
1: Reba! Reba! Donald, Confound it, Reba. I can't find the fountain pen. I've looked all through this desk. Here
2: it is, dear. Mm, Here it is. You must have used it as a marker when you were reading this book. Let's see. This great literary classic six-gun showdown at Powder River Gulch.
1: All right. Never mind about my reading habits. Just look at the coverage we're going to get with this new auto accident policy. Mm,
2: Let's see. Mm,
1: Collision. $50 deductible.
2: Fire, theft, public liability, property damage, medical benefits... In other words, we have complete coverage.
1: That's right. Of course, it's going to cost us money. I'm sending the company a check right now. Gee, it's too bad we don't live in Rhode Island.
2: Rhode Island? Why? Oh,
1: because then our rates would be lower. Rhode Island has less accidents per capita than any other state. Oh.
2: Well, which state has the highest?
1: Let me see. Uh, oh, here, here it is, Nevada. No, by
2: golly, Nevada's
1: second highest. Alaska has the most.
2: Really? I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's
2: just too bad we can't eliminate traffic accidents completely. Not only would it save life and limb, but it'd be a lot less strain on the pocketbook.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. These automobile accident policies get more expensive every year, just because there's so many costly accidents.
2: Well, I'm glad we've got some good insurance coverage, Donald, but just remember one thing. Oh, what's that, honey? Well, some auto accidents ruin a fender, and some ruin a family.
1: Yeah, that's true, very true.
2: But as far as I'm concerned, I don't want any of your old insurance money. I want you, here at home, safe and sound. You'll always drive carefully, won't you?
0: Yes, I will do.
2: That's my Donald. That's my doll. And
1: now, Act Two of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar, and the Sick Chick Matter. Kill off your flock, put you out of business? Yes, that's your injury, and I'm sure of it. But just wait till you see him Johnny, I have got the sickest of chickens you ever saw. Okay, Ben, let's take a look at them. So I'm afraid I don't know much about the critics. You don't have to. Anybody could tell, just anybody. Come on, come on. Have you talked with a vet about them? Ha, huh, sure I have. Finest vet in the county, too. Dr. Goldhaft. Why, he has a regular laboratory. He's known all over the world. He's the one that cured them with the cholera, and the hepatitis, and the sinusitis. And the ptosis. Johnny, after I've called him in so many times, he even gave me a book. A book? Yes, he did. So that I'd know what all the diseases were and, well, so I wouldn't have to make him drive all the way out here when I'd just forgotten to give the hens their laying mash or, or enough water or something like that. You'd forget to... Well, no wonder you've had trouble with your flock. And I, uh, well, I guess I was kind of a nuisance to too, but I did so want my herd to be a good one and... Lay a lot of eggs for me. Well, what does the vet say about what ails them now? Well, I, I haven't told him. You haven't told him? Well, see, I'm, I'm afraid I still owe him a pretty big bill. Yeah, but look, Ben. I looked in the book. I looked in the book, Johnny. And there's nothing in it about the way they are. There is not a word. And that's why I sent for you. But, Ben, I told you, I don't know anything about them. Of course, if you're right, if they're being poisoned. Oh, let's take a look at it. Yes, yes, You'll see. You'll see. They uh, you got a nice looking layout, I'll say that. Nice new houses for them. Big fenced in yards, or whatever you call them. And there's plenty of room for them. To... Oh! There. There, yes, sir. You see? Uh, they're all so sad looking. They're just so sad and petulant. As though they hold it against me for whatever else. And those poor little things. So help me. I've never seen any. Do chickens ever suffer from the blind staggers? You mean the blind staggers? Would it mean like horses? get? Yeah. Oh, no, sir. No, I'm sure. Because it isn't in the book. And if it isn't in the book... Ben, you're sure you haven't been spiking their drinking water with some of your private stock? Oh, why, of course not, Johnny. You know, you were my one insurance contact that always suggested the nip of that bottle you kept on your desk. Oh, now, Johnny, Boy, these chickens sure look... Hey, you said you feed them a laying man. It's right here in the shed. Come on. But uh, what are you thinking of? Well, if any of that stuff should get good and wet and ferment. Oh, no, no, no. It's as sweet and dry as the day I bought it from Jake Rubinoff. <laughs> there. See there? You see what I mean? Where's Jake Rubinoff? Uh, he's the biggest feed dealer in town. <sighs> yeah. It certainly smells all right. Yeah, it is all right. Oh, no, Mr. Right. My herd has been poisoned.
0: And you suspect
1: Joe Ranzulli on the next farm? Of course I do. Wasn't he one of the people who tried to help you get started when you first came down oh, here? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes, he pretended to. But I can see now is just to look over my nice place and see how much he can get his hands on when I go broke. Well, if you had some concrete reason for thinking he might be poisoning your farm... I've seen him. Yes, I have. I've seen him with my own eyes. Come right over here at night several times. What? And scatter something over the fence into my pens out of a big sack. What was it? Yeah. By the time it was daylight and I could see... The chickens have eaten it all you sure it was Renzuli? Of course I am. Okay, then. I'm going over and talk with him. I went back to the farm next door. I found Joe Renzuli in one of his sheds. Tall, husky, and well tanned. He was hard at work building some kind of an affair with a large wooden frame. There! He's finished. Like I say, Mr. Dollar, you're keeping the chickens in a cage up off the ground. They're more healthy, you get them more fat. Bring a better price in the market. <laughs> yeah. How you like that, huh? I asked you a question, Mr. Renzulli. I'd like an answer. Now. All right. All right, I tell you. I think you better. It's because I try to help the poor man without he's a find out. So I throw it over the fence at night when he's an OC. Throw what over the fence? Well? Here. A move. It's a sock. There you see? In this one. X-L-N-C-Vitagrol Supplement. That's right. the vitamins. Vitamins? He's a chicken, sir. They're sick. He don't know what to do. He's a waste all his money. He's a nice fella, so a... I help him. You sure that bag doesn't contain some kind of poison? Poison. Poison? Yeah. No! Where'd you get that stuff? Jake Reuben, feed store. What are you trying to accuse me of? Nothing. Yet. I'm gonna try to help the poor man, that's all. You don't like that? I want a sample of that stuff. Sure. Take all you want. So what are you gonna do? Well, it's too late now, but in the morning I'm gonna take it into town to the feed place and check on it. You okay. go ahead. And believe me, if there's anything wrong with it, I'm coming back here with the police in tow. Yeah. Police? You better talk, Rensoli. You don't understand. You don't know. It's A smaller place like this, you gotta stay friends with everybody. Huh? You make trouble for people, it's no good. What are you talking about? Your, your neighbor is your friend. Oh, sure, just like you're a good friend of Ben Pringle. Yeah, that is so. But you're protecting somebody who's poisoning his chicken. No, that's a big lie. Then what's all this double talk? Why are you so afraid I'll bring the police out here? Well, I am, I'm not. I mean... Or maybe you've done something you're afraid they'll tag you for, is that it? No, that is wrong. Fact remains, you know something about Ben Pringle's trouble with his flock. I tell you, I tell you. You've told me nothing. Okay, I'll find out for myself. Ah! Ah, yeah, good. That is good. Huh? You know, live here. You find out. That's all right. That's a good. Find out what? You... You find out. And that's all I could get out of. And on the way back to Ben Pringle's farm, I suddenly began to wonder if I hadn't stepped into something more than just a bunch of sick chicks. You know something? As it turned out, I certainly had.
0: Johnny Dollar in a moment. Do you know who said, Absolute freedom of the press to discuss public questions is a foundation stone of American liberty? Those words were said by former President Herbert Hoover. Mr. Hoover was well aware of the important role that freedom of the press had played in the creation and growth of the United States of America. He realized that without freedom of the press, no democratic form of government could exist. One of the first steps in the path toward totalitarianism is the creation of a controlled press. A free press hampers the work of a potential dictator. When the press is free, the people of a country are free. When the press is not free, the people of a country are in danger of slavery. Remember the words of Herbert Hoover. They are part of your American heritage. Freedom of the press is a foundation stone of American liberty. And now, act three of yours truly, Johnny Dollar, and the sick chick matter.
1: By the time I got back to Ben Pringle's place, he had spread something that passed for supper on the kitchen table. Just help yourself there, Johnny. There's plenty more in the now. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't cook the best canned beans you ever eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yes, aren't they delicious? Have some ketchup. Hey, look, man. As I told you, I got nothing out of Joe Zuli except a powerful feeling that he's protecting one of your neighbors around here. Well, you know how it is out in the country this way, Johnny. A man who tells on his neighbors, well, he's... He's an outcast. Hey, maybe that's why Ranzuli didn't mind if I could find out what's going on here for myself. I still think he's doing it. Yes, sir. Whose place is that on the other side? I noticed a brand new Lincoln out front. Oh, oh all right, yes. Well, he's a nice young man. <laughs> oh, he's real nice. Yeah, huh? what's his name? Uh, John Culpepper. He came up here from the south. <laughs> I can tell that by the way he talks. Well, what's he do? Oh, he uh, just lives like that. Um, oh, he has some of the gayest parties though—young uh, <laughs> men, young, young women—all he wants to drink. Oh, no wonder you like him. If he can scrounge drinks from him. Oh, but well, I have tried to drop him. I'm not but he's always just shoved a bottle in my hand and told me to come back here and enjoy it by myself. <laughs> uh, and who am I to refuse a nice gesture like that? That barn and back of his place Horses? cows. Oh no, no, no animals of any kind. Uh-huh. It's a funny thing, though. Yeah? Well, I'm a very sound sleeper, you know, Johnny. Very, but I'm sure that I've heard some big trucks pulling in there at night, and I've often wondered about it. Well, then I just went right back to sleep. Ben, have you got a flashlight I can use? Oh, sure, Johnny, I have. I'll get it for you, too. Why? What are you going to do? Let's uh, call it a little exploring. The night was warm, and some of Ben's chickens were still out in the yard. They were gathered by a section of the fence right next to the neighbor, Mr. Culpepper's barn. And I noticed something else, a well-worn path from that barn to the fence. Funny. Quietly as possible, I climbed over the fence and worked my way to the barn. There was a light on somewhere inside of it. And then... Then I caught it. A faint piercing odor that I hadn't smelled so helped me since I'd worked on a case down in the hillbilly country of Kentucky. I sneaked over to a crack in one of the barn doors. Inside, I could see cases and cases of bottles and the outline of a huge copper still. Moonshot. Stand still, mister. Huh? Don't you move, sir. I'll blow your head off. Revenue, huh? Revenue. Huh? I've seen you poking around Renzulis and Pringles today, and I figured you might be dropping in. No, keep your hands up. Oh, now, look, Culpepper. No, you look. If you'll reach inside the pocket of my jacket, you'll find a card case that'll show you who and what I am. You know, I might just do that now. But don't you try to think funny. Keep right it. up over your head. If you'd like this oh, flashlight... Don't move. There's enough light coming through the crack in this door. door. Now, you stand still while I... Johnny Dollar. Insurance investigator? That's right. Well, then you... Then what are you doing here? Colonel pepper. The only interest I have in you still is what it's doing to Ben Pringle's chickens. What's that? Yeah, and in getting this gun away. No, you know, from... I'll shoot you out. No, you don't. There you go. Look, I'll make a deal with you. Say uh, a couple of thousand dollars to keep your mouth shut about my still. I told you, I don't care about your still. Then I don't get it. That's out of my bailiwick. All I care about is... Wait a minute. You make whiskey out of mash. Have you been dumping sour mash over Pringle's fence? Oh, sure, to destroy the evidence. (laughs) Holy smoke. Then all that's wrong with Ben's chickens is that they're drunk. Boiled to the guild. You mean to say that old used... Yeah, I mean to say. Now, come on. I think you and Ben had better have a little talk. So they talked, Ben and Culpepper. In exchange for not being reported, Culpepper agreed to pay my expense account, Ben's veterinary bills, and to move out of the county. Oh, I, I suppose I should have notified the local authorities of what was going on. But isn't that really a job for the company? After all, like I said... It is out of my bailiwick. Hey, you know something? The stuff Culpepper was turning out in that old barn wasn't half bad. Expense account total to the company, nothing. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. starring Bob Bailey, originates in Hollywood and is produced and directed by Jack Johnstone, who also wrote today's story. Heard in our cast were Lucille Meredith, Howard McNair, Gil Stratton, Jack Moyles, and Sam Edwards. Be sure to join us next week, same time and station, for another exciting story of yours truly, Johnny Dollar. This
0: is Dan Coverly speaking.
1: has been a presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.